Welcome back to Time for Nach. We are at the fifth parak of Sefer Melachim, and Shlomo Melach's reign is going swimmingly. Uh, he is wealthy, the kingdom is wealthy, and this parak, parak five of Sefer Melachim, describes his opulence, his wealth. The amount of, of provisions, even for one day, described the quantity, the extravagance of the meals. Of course, the Mitzvah's David says that that food isn't just for him. Shlomo Melach can't eat that much. That food is for his guests. He would have poor people. He would host people at his table. He had a tremendous number of horses. Um, even though in Parashat Shoftim there's a limit on the horses, the Radak notes in Pasuk uh, Vav. Uh, Shlomo Melech is also called the, called the wisest of all people, the wisest of all men, uh, even wiser than Eitan HaEzrachi, uh, which the Pasuk Yud Aleph says, which either is referring to Eitan Ben Zerach or Adam Arishan or even Moshe. Um, Shlomo Melech was known for his wisdom even among the nations, not only Klal Yisrael, and he proposes to build the Beis HaMikdash. This is really the epicenter of the Barak. He wants to build the Beis HaMikdash, and he asked that Chiram of Tzor, the king, um, he's a good friend of David HaMelech, if you remember, he should send cedar words, cypress words, uh, he should uh, bring it all, bring it all. We've got a Tiferes, we've got to build the Beis HaMikdash, it's got to be beautiful, it's Hashem's home. Chiram agrees to this, and he sends Shlomo a group of 10,000 workers, out of 30,000 to assist Hiram. Uh, and uh, sorry, Hiram agrees and Shlomo sends 10,000 workers um, out of 30,000 to assist Hiram and work once every three months on rotation. Uh, Shlomo Melech employs a further 150,000 workers and he prepares to build the Beis Hamikdash. The preparations are beginning and this is going to be a wonderful part of Klal Yisrael's history. It's interesting to note, the Sefer HaChinuch talks about this at length, in Mitzvah Tzadihei, the Mitzvah building the Beis HaMikdash. An amazing thing that Israel can get together and through certain physical materials and, 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 and building, can somehow make a home for Hashem. And the Sefer HaChinuch talks at length about what that means to make a home for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. After all, uh, he's infinite. He doesn't need gold, doesn't need silver. He doesn't need uh, you know, architectural plans and drawings. Yes, the Rabbeinu Bechayis says that the Beis HaMikdash is a microcosm of the entire universe and its spiritual secrets. Yes, but at the end of the day, it's not for Hashem. It can't be for Hashem. He doesn't need it. It's, of course, for us. Says the Sefer HaChinuch, it's a place of Kedusha and Tara. It's a place where Bracha emanates from, and it's a place where we feel most susceptible to Hashem's presence. Hashem is everywhere, but the Beis HaMikdash is, has the lowest spiritual blocking ozone layer, so to speak. In other words, we feel most connected there, we feel most susceptible. It's higher Kedusha. It's a place you go to, you're inspired, you come back home after Ali Laregel, knowing that that's a place, that's a level that you can hit, you can reach, and then you can produce it yourself and then come back again. That is the end of Parak 5 of Seifam Malachim Aleph.